everybody and welcome to this episode of Cold Talk. I am your host, Cole Martins. Thanks you guys for joining me here today. For the latest information on the show, follow me on Twitter at Cold Talk. That is at C-O-L-E-D-T-A-L-K. And also like me on Facebook at Cold Talk as well. You mess me questions and topics about the show. You can even tweet with me during the events. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Also, don't forget to hit the subscribe and or follow button to get alerts when the newest episodes are released. Also, I'd like to thank my brother Landon Martins for the amazing artwork on the page. To see some more of his work, you can see his Instagram at Mr. Fancy Land. That is at M-R-F-A-N-C-Y-L-A-M. Coming on today's episode, we're going to talk about wrestling as WWE Raw happened on Monday night on October 3rd of 2022. We're going to talk about what happened on the night and my thoughts of everything that happened on the night. Of course, we are leading up to this Saturday's premium live event, and that is Extreme Rules, where we have a lot of very interesting matches coming up in this one that could make things more interesting than any other Extreme Rules event. And that is because of pretty much Extreme Rules being legit Extreme Rules. Because we have matches the entire night that are Extreme Rule matches. So it will be, uh, not Extreme Rule matches, but different variety of matches like I Quit matches, Ladder matches, uh, Cage uh, match, oh, what's that? Fight Pit? Fight Pit match is what it's called. So a lot of cool things are going to happen at this pay-per-view that we are not expecting, but... It could be a fun one. But let's talk about what happened here on Raw first. And tonight was a very important night for Damage Control Control as they were a part of pretty much everything that, a uh, major part of the show, I should say, tonight overall. As let's go over what they did pretty much. So, pretty much, uh, we'll start off the night with Dakota Kai and Candice Array competing in the ring as Dakota Kai would pick up the Lynn over LeRae, who just returned last week. Uh, Kai picks up the win with a roll-up. Uh, Candice Ray for some reason, coming out by herself for a match against Dakota Kai, who had backup with Bailey and Io Sky. Uh, usually that doesn't mean good for the face when you have two heels outside the ring. Uh, those competitive, uh, back and forth between these two, uh, as these two have had previous encounters in NXT. Uh, and they had some good offense, but Bailey Sky, Bailey and Sky were at the ringside, were able to give the unfair advantage, uh, distracting uh, Larray, which ended up allowing Bailey to interfere and uh, allow Kai to pick up the roll up and pick up the victory. Uh, nothing really happened after this one, as we head to what happened next for Damage Control, and that was uh, Bianca Belair and Bailey in the ring for this contract signing for their ladder match at Extreme Rules. As the two men were arguing, a video appeared on the Tron showing Dakota Kai and Neo Sky attacking Asuka and Bliss backstage. Uh, as Baylor was distracted, Bailey would attack her. Uh, Baylor would have, Bailey would have, uh, would eventually allow to throw Bailey into the ring apron before running backstage, uh, where Bliss was in a furious stare into the camera and challenged Sky to a match later in the night, which would end up being our main event of the night. And that would the two EO Sky winning this match because of a moonsault. Uh, this was after Bliss, uh, before that, Bliss hit a twisted blitz off the top rope. Uh, and again, Bailey would interfere at ringside in this match, uh, causing a distraction to Bliss. Uh, this allowed Bailey to run in and try to make the save, but Bailey and Kai were able to throw the champion into the ring steps before the finish that would allow, that make Bliss take out both, uh, Bailey and uh, Kai, 
but left her vulnerable in the uh, ring as she went for another Twisted Bliss. She got attacked by Sky. Sky would throw her on the ground. She would quickly climb the top rope and end up hitting her finisher. Also, I should mention that Asuka limped into the ring of the candlestick. Oh, this is actually after the match, I should say. Sorry. Uh, Asuka limped to the ring of the candlestick after they were attacking uh, Belair with the ladder. All three women of damage control should come on the stick, hit a few people, but was taken out. Uh, by the group as they sandwiched the ladder between Bliss and uh, and a ladder. Kicked it closed after further, further beating up Belair. Uh, Bailey would take the Raw Women's Championship and climb to the top of the ladder as all three women would pose as Bailey was on the top of the Women's Championship and the uh, Kai and Sky were on the side of the ladder with the Tag Team Championship. So a pretty cool image to end the show. Overall, I do like what they're doing with Damage Cool. I think they're doing a good job promoting them, making them look stronger and stronger. Uh, Save Candice Ray in this one as well, having a little cheap finish. So yes, she just said come back and she is now one and one in WWE. But at least they gave her a, a way out to say it wasn't a fair victory. Uh, guess you could say same for Alexis Bliss, but again... Uh, both these matches having interference, which you will realize is a very big theme on the night, uh, which I wasn't a big fan of. I, I get a couple matches maybe having interferences, but majority of them having it is not a good thing. We'll go over that again more as we go through this. But overall, a good night for Damage Control. Like the build for that, and possibly could we be seeing uh, Bailey as a new Raw Women's Champion coming Saturday? So that's something we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but overall, we go next to our, but began the show, and that would be Judgment Day, uh, defeating AJ Styles and Mysterio for Judgment Day. That would be Damian Priest and Finn Balor, as Balor would hit the Styles with the coup de grace. As Damian Priest and Finn Balor would start out in the ring, begin the show with Rhea Ripley and Dominic Mysterio by their side to deliver a promo talk about Edge. As for those who don't know, that we'll have Finn Balor versus Edge in an I Quit match on Saturday. Uh, the Prince pro uh, promised to make him say I quit. Dominic also delivered a message to Ray saying he is now a has a new family. Uh, this led to the match where Styles and Mysterio would come out. Uh, the Near the end of the match, Mysterio would end up getting distracted by Ray Ripley at ringside before Dominic Mysterio began begging his father to hit him once again. We've seen this week after week. Allowing Ripley to hit a clothesline on Ray and leaving Styles alone for the finish as again... Ballard would hit the coup de grace. Uh, Styles then would shove Rey Mysterio after the match, showing his anger, blaming him for not being there for him. That would cause Ray to walk backstage and allow all the judges and to start beating up Styles once again, leaving him alone beat up in the ring. Uh, so again, making Judgment Day look strong. They've been doing a very good job with that, and there's been reports that Finn Balor is supposed to get a big push here very, very soon. Which makes me believe that he's probably going to end up winning on Saturday against Edge. But again, uh, I'll be interested to see how they do that and what's going to happen. I'm going to guess their judgment is going to get involved. Studios are going to get involved. Styles are going to get involved. A lot of things are going to happen, I think, on Saturday with all those guys. So I think it's going to have a big brawl at some point uh, during this match between a bunch of people. But it'll be interesting to see. But I'm it should be a great match between Edge and Balor. I think they'll... Could be a possible match of the night. I mean, all these matches I seem like on this card could be a match of the night. Uh, but pretty excited to see that match on Saturday. But we'll see where the Judgment Day and all these guys will lead uh, coming into the night and after Saturday night as well. Then we had two face-to-face uh, -face between Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins as they had a promo uh, with each other in the ring. Uh, just began insulting each other's families and trash talk. Uh, Riddle outright said he was going to kill him, kill the visionary on Saturday. Uh, Rollins mentioned Riddle's kids to mock him a little bit more. 
Uh, then, so Riddle countered with some remarks about Becky Lynch being more successful, how Seth Rollins has never main-evented a WrestleMania, and also how he uh, has not won a title in a very long time. I mean, the WrestleMania one, I get, but at the same time, he did win the WWE Championship at WrestleMania, so... I mean, technically, I consider that somewhat meaning somewhat of a WrestleMania. Uh, this loud made uh, Daniel Cormier, who is the going to be the special guest referee in this match, to come in and say he's sick of hearing these two talk. They need to settle in the ring and fit this thing on him all figured out. Uh, awesome that they have him being the special guest referee in this one. I think it's a great thing for WWE and USC or MMA to kind of get together with these guys and do this. A lot of people were complaining that Ken Shamrock's not do, uh, be the ref for this match, but either way, I'm cool with uh, Daniel doing this one. So uh, overall, again, this is probably going to be the main event of the night, Riddle versus Rollins. I think it's going to be a lot of big things, and we could possibly, from what I'm hearing, see Brock Lesnar get involved at the end of this one, setting up uh, Cormier versus uh, Lesnar at Crown Jewel. But then we'll have to wait and see on that one and see if the rumors are true. Up next, we had a little pop-up match here as we had Bobby Lashley taking on Mustafa Ali. Uh, Lashley was invited, interviewed earlier in the day and said he wanted to face someone with some desire that led to him going against, going to the top. Uh, Ali answered that call, which we haven't seen Ali in a match on uh, TV in a while. So great to see him back on WWE TV, uh, at least on national TV, I should say. Uh, then that led to this match. After, uh, then we'd see... Uh, Lashley and Ali put on a pretty damn good match. That was back and forth. Uh, finally, uh, Ali got beat up quite a bit. Uh, ended up slapping Lashley in the face, which got Lashley pretty angry, which ended up causing him to go on a big streak, beating the living hell out of Mustafa Ali, uh, banging against the side of the ring post multiple times. Then finally ended the match with the hurt lock, which would knock Ali out. Uh, but overall, great match uh, at the end. We've seen uh, Lashley, who was playing the heel in this one as he was showing the aggression, uh, try to help up Ali to kind of show some respect before getting attacked by Seth Rollins out of nowhere, which left uh, Lashley uh, on the ground as he took a uh, curb stop to the U.S. title as he uh, put his face right into that. Uh, then Ali would get a curb stop as well from Rollins as he left the ring. So possibly setting up, uh, which they did announce a match for next week, we will have... Uh, Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley for the U.S. title next week on Raw in the season premiere. So that would be an incredible match to watch, I think. So can't wait to see that one. Uh, so again, it'll be interesting to see what this could lead to in the future. Will Ali get involved in this one as well as we have a triple threat match for the U.S. title? Could be a possibility, but we at least know that the rivalry between Riddle and Rollins will end after Extreme Rules. Next, we had Otis taking on Johnny Gargano in a match as... Chad Gable was at ringside in this one. Austin Theory was on commentary uh, while Otis took on Gargano. The former Mr. Money in the Bank is is much quicker and more, uh, I guess just more quicker than his uh, he appears. So this ended up being a fun bout between the two great athletes. Uh, but, actually, excuse me, the former Money in the Bank, I should say. Otis, I should be not talking about uh, Theory. Sorry, I got confused myself there for a second. Otis looked pretty good at this one. He was all over the place moving around. It was a fun bout, match between these two. Uh, but this one, again, ended in another interference. Uh, as we would see Austin 3 end up hitting Gargano with the Money in the Bank briefcase, which allowed Otis to hit the front slam and get the pin on 
uh, Gargano, which was, again, surprising because Gargano, again, the guy who came back looking hot, had him suffer a loss, but again, at least made it look away where the loss didn't hurt him. And good for Otis for getting a singles win because I feel like it's been a while since he's gotten a big win. Uh, but this is a great one for the Alpha Academy getting a win here. Uh, but that was not the end of the night for Alpha Academy because right after this match, we see Braun Strowman run down to the ring, take out Otis on his way, and before he got his hands on Gable, which was our next match, which was Braun Strowman versus Chad Gable. Um, this match was already struck back going once they got back from commercial break, so kind of started the match during commercial break, which I'm okay with. And in the other side of an experience, Otis would start getting involved in this match, trying to attack uh, the Monster of the over the table during a commercial break. He would throw him into... Uh, uh, Gable had some pretty good amount of offense on Strowman, surprisingly, even hitting a German suplex at one point, which is amazing strength to have by Gable. It looked awesome. People flipped out when that happened. But uh, when things come to shove, we had, of course, Braun Strowman show off his strength, uh, beating up the former Olympian with a powerbomb and get the pin. Uh, the match was quick, but it was entertaining. Uh, match as well. I mean, Strowman continues to look good back in WWE as it'll be exciting to see where this will lead because I believe this rivalry with Gable has to be coming to an end pretty soon here as we'll see after Extreme Rules if he'll get to something new. And the final match we have to talk about on the night will be Sokoa, Sua, Solo Sokoa uh, taking on Angel Dawkins in this one. Uh, following a backstage confirmation earlier in the evening, um, Dawkins and Soko, Solo uh, Soko would meet in the singles match. Uh, those are the two big guys uh, put on, showed other sides off. They were a hard-hitting match that everybody enjoyed. It was quick and hard-hitting and never slowed down. Skull was distracted by the bleaking, uh, bickering between Sami Zayn and Jay Uso at one point, where he was on the side of the ring, but still managed to score the win in this one as he would uh, get a little help from the honorary Uso, uh, Sami Zayn at one point, which allowed him to pick up the win on Dawkins with the solo swing. Overall, it was a good match, though. Uh, a lot happening in this one. Uh, the one thing that was recognized is Montez Ford did come to the ring in a boot, so he couldn't really do too much on the outside of the ring, uh, which is sad to see because, again, uh, he was looking forward. has been looking amazing uh, through the last couple of months, and a lot of people think he's at some point here soon ready to become a single star. Uh, we'll see what that leads to in the future, but if him in the boot, who knows how long he's going to be out for. Uh, but in this one, again, we had Solo Sokola defeat... Uh, Angelo Dawkins, and continue the success of the Bloodline. But overall, this episode, uh, all but one match in this three episodes of Raw was had an interference in it, which is never really a good thing. Uh, it did help out with the pay-per-view, build up the pay-per-view with some things, but at the same time, and I want to set up matches for next week as well. Uh, the match that I mentioned that's going to happen next week, we're going to have Johnny Gargano taking on Austin Theory as well. So that should be an interesting match as well. Well, but uh, overall, a good. It was a good. It was a good show. I would say, uh, good job again. Mentioned good jobs developing the stories. Uh, getting ready for the pay per view on Saturday again. Don't maybe not trying to do anything too crazy. Try to hurt anybody's image before the pay per view. Uh, but overall, way too many distractions. As I feel like, hopefully they kind of go away from that a little bit more because I feel like recently they've been going way too many distraction finishes again. Uh, Something that just needs to get polished up. But overall, still a good show. Overall, things working out very well for WWE as we get ready for possibly one of the most anticipated pay-per-views in a long time for WWE. Is again, a lot of great matches happening this coming Saturday on 
premium uh, premium live event on the Peacock Network. As we'll go over the some of the matches, I will go over all the matches as of right now. There's a total of six matches on the pay per view. Uh, we'll start off with what's going to be happening on Raw. Of course, we have the fight pit match between Matt Riddle and Seth freaking Rollins. Daniel Cormier would be the special guest referee in that one. Also from Raw, we'll have a ladder match between Banco Belair, the Raw Women's Champion, taking on Bayley. Uh, again, don't be surprised if Alexa Bliss, Asuka, and Dakota Kai and EO Sky get involved in that match at some point. We had Ed Finn Bound and I quit match. Again, don't be surprised if the Judgment Day gets involved in this. And also, we'll probably see AJ Styles and Ray Mysterio involved in this one as well. And then the and the SmackDown side, we have Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey in Extreme Rules match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. We have Damian, uh, excuse me, uh, Karrion Cross versus Drew McIntyre in a strap match. And then we have the Brawling Brutes. Sheamus, Ridge, Holland, and Butch taking on Imperium, Gunter, Ludwig, uh, Kaiser, and Giovanni Vinci in a six-man tag team good old-fashioned Dolly Brook match. So, again, six matches that are going to be using weapons and a lot of crazy things in it. So it should be a very, very good pay-per-view. Uh, we will talk more about that pay-per-view on Friday as I'll do a preview of that one. Then you guys know my predictions for each one of those. Uh, but... It looks like a lot of rivalries will be coming again, coming coming to an end on Saturday, I should say. Uh, and then starting up with the season premiere on Raw on Monday, giving us a fresh start as well. Also on SmackDown this Friday, I should mention as well, we'll be doing a SmackDown show on Saturday just before the pay-per-view in their evening. So hopefully you guys can watch that before the pay-per-view happens. But on SmackDown, we will have an Intercontinental Championship match between Gunther and also... Uh, Sheamus. So that's, again, a rematch of the Clash of the Castle. So that'd be probably a pretty damn amazing match on that one. Uh, if you had not watched the Clash of the Castle match, you definitely need to go back and watch that. That was probably one of the, if not the best match of the year so far. So excited to see what that one's going to look like and see how that one's going to end. Uh, again, this one could go both ways. If Sheamus wins this, he becomes a Grand Slam champion. Uh, he has now won, I think, every title in WWE at that point. So I guess there'd be a double Grand Slam champion. I believe it's considered as. But either way, he will hold every title in WWE. So uh, very be a very cool thing for Sheamus. But again, we'll see what happens here on Friday night. But that is all the wrestling we had to talk about here today. Thank you guys for tuning in with me for the latest information on the show. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Cold Talk. And like me on Facebook as well at Cold Talk. That is at C-O-L-E-D-T-L-K. Message me questions or topics you'd like to hear in the show. You can also tweet with me during the events. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Also, don't forget to hit the subscribe and or follow button to alerts when the newest episodes are released. Like I mentioned, uh, we will be talking about the pay-per-view on Friday. We will also be doing an episode of IXT on Wednesday. I will also be talking about AEW on Thursday. So we'll do a preview of the pay-per-view on Friday. We'll talk about SmackDown on Saturday. And then we'll talk about the pay-per-view results on Sunday. And we'll be back to Raw on Tuesday. So a whole week of wrestling we get to talk about. Uh, should be a fun week for fans of wrestling all over. Uh, can't wait to see what's going to happen here. But again, keep an eye on those shows. Also keep an eye on my sports show. Where I talk about sports on Tuesdays. All the sports around the world. We'll talk about NFL, NBA, NHL, NFL, college football, uh, MMA, everything that's happening around this professional sports around America and some around the world as well. Also keep an eye on my NFL show as well that airs on Wednesdays. This week we'll be talking about week five of the NFL. But again, thank you guys for tuning with me here today. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. And you guys all have a great day.